Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 110. Today, we're going to be talking about (laughs) the Oscar nominations of 2021. Yay! I am so excited. Yes! I love the Oscars! So... We're going to be talking about nominated films and performances that we've seen or maybe not have seen, but we want to see, and we're excited to watch them. So excited. I I cannot wait to dive in all these movies. But before we do that, how are you, Diana? I'm great, Brooke. I'm <laughs> I'm delighted. I'm exhilarated. Yay! I just love the Oscars. And so I have been looking forward to uh, our podcast today. So, and, you know, there are nine actors of color that are nominated. Some of those nominees are Viola Davis, Andra Day for Best Actress, Stephen Yoon, Riz Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman for Best Actor. Lakeith Stanfield, Daniel Kaluuya, and Leslie Odom Jr. for Best Supporting Actor, and Yu Jung Yoon for Best Supporting Actress. Yay! Amazing! Congrats to all of them and all the nominees. It's just so exciting to even be nominated. So it's just kudos to all of everybody. I'm so excited. That I just can't hide it. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Oh, well, thank you for meeting with me today, Diana. You look so beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. You look beautiful. You always look so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I love the red carpet and uh, looking at these beautiful people. So I just... I'm not sure what to expect, but I'm hoping that we get to see some of that action that we are normally familiar with seeing. Uh, And, you know, I've always wanted to do like a a formal watch party, you know, where we get dressed up. Um, But I guess the trend this year is supposed to be metallics or neon. Yeah. Of those two, which would you pick to wear? Uh, definitely metallic. I I think I anyways, because I'm not sure how I would look in neon. I wonder, I'm really curious to see how people will dress. But yeah, I'm going to go for metallic for me. What about you? Well, I'm feeling pretty cool. Now that I know that there's metallic uh, trending, I have this really metallic scrunchie. Oh, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, I would just want to wear like a really fun metallic color, uh, maybe like to where my body just looks like water. Yes. Maybe a blue <gasps> metallic. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I think. And it could be loose or yeah. it could be fitted. It doesn't matter. It just depends on what I feel like showing. Yeah. Yes. With but you- how cool would that be? That would be so cool. And you would look amazing in it so amazing i can picture you now or like super cool metallic or neon makeup what if it was like we're metallic or we're neon and then we could do fun pop of neon makeup whoa yes okay i think yes (laughs) that sounds awesome (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. I wish I had all the time in the world. I could like, you know, we could do like the beauty blog and do our <laughs> our Oscars <laughs> makeover. I know. I know. I we're remote. That. We're remote still. But it was so fun last year when we we dressed up and we had cardboard cutouts and we had my little Os- best actress Oscar uh you know, award and oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. Oh, this year, um, you know, we're remote. So hopefully, you know, next year we can dress up. It would be so awesome. Fun. I love it. Well, I loved hearing what you would wear and you would look so amazing in it. But I would like to know what our listeners would wear. So friends out there, let us know. Would you wear metallic, neon? We want to know what you think. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on our Screens and Focus Facebook page, Instagram, and subscribe to our website. We would love it if you could rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. This is super helpful. The links are in our show notes. So, Brooke, best picture. The nominees are The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I, yeah, I want to know what are your thoughts about any of these movies? Okay. So I, I have a long list of movies that I still intend to watch. And, um, so many of these are on my list. Of this list, I have seen a couple of them so far. Uh, Minari and Nomadland. Uh, all the other movies are on my watch list and I cannot wait to get to them. Nomadland was truly an amazing picture. I think just everything about it. I mean, uh, the landscape was incredible. The, the angles of the film, the cinematography, the location. I mean, they must have had a drone in some of the, um, shots following the van. So little things like that were eye catching all the vintage goods on the set. I can recognize. I actually bought chairs in Arizona to match the set that she was given by her friend. (laughs) I love that. So when I go to Arizona, I'm going to sit in chairs just like hers. (laughs) That's so cool. (sighs) Yeah, it was beautiful. I have a, like Arizona, you know, there's a place in my heart um, and Quartzsite just because I've seen it many times. Um, So that whole film all together, the vehicles, just the whole idea, the thought, the writing, I love that movie. I agree. I felt that Nomadland really opened my eyes to, you know, those that have to travel to live. I I just thought that that was so um, something I just wasn't aware of. And that's what I love about movies that they can, um, you can learn so much through them. And often these people have to do that, not by choice, but by necessity. And what I loved about the film is that it doesn't objectify nomads. It gives them the respect that they deserve. And I thought that this film really captured 
like you said, the beauty of the land. And also, I felt it captured the strength of people that people have within to survive and to keep going. So I just thought it was so beautiful. Awesome. That's a great, great thought. Thank you, Diana. The other movie that I saw on the list is Minari. Oh, my goodness. And I was just talking about these movies today. Well, like pretty much every day that I work, I talk about TV to my friends and clientele. And so today, Minari was on my discussions because my friend who I was talking to is also a Walking Dead fan. Ah, And so I just like put her up on game and let her know, you know, (laughs) hey, girl, (laughs) you got to check this movie out. It's got Glenn up in there. Yeah. Because we were talking about when he was killed off the show by Negan. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll never look at Negan the same. Yeah. You know, in reference to Glenn, I'll always, always see Glenn, who is Devin Yun, who was, um, who played the, the dad in Minari. And that film, Minari was so beautiful. Again, we have landscape of, um, the United States, uh, or, or I'm assuming that they filmed on, on United States. It was about an American, uh, dream. And so to be able to see a meaning, a true meaning of the American dream through the eyes and body of people, like to just be put in their shoes, uh, through a film, it just felt so brand new to me because I know nothing about that life, but I know something of it now yeah. through these immigrants, uh, this family. Yeah. And their achievements. And oh my gosh, the, the stress and the comedy and just the, like everyday life, just putting yourself, bringing all that into their life, you know, cause we have our own lives that we live, but to put it in that perspective, they got me. Yeah. For sure. I know. This movie was really amazing. Uh, for those who haven't seen it yet, it's a semi-autobiographical film about a Korean-American family where the husband and wife's marriage is tested. And I mean, really tested, just like all marriages are. Uh, they have two different dreams, and it's a struggle when you have a husband and a wife uh, partners that have different goals. And you have to either figure out a way, you know, to be fulfilled or to be um, supportive of the other person, I, you know, but I, I, and I really liked how this examined that. And I also love that it examined multi-generational families. I thought that that was just beautiful showing, um, you know, the grandmother and the grandson, um, and the daughter too. She was, um, so mature for her age in watching her younger brother. And so I, I love that, the beauty of that too. But yes, the film it visually was so beautiful too. And even that, uh, neighbor, or I don't know if he was a neighbor, he was that helper. <laughs> he was funny, right? I mean, he, he was uh, 
uh, a little bit different, oh, a little bit odd. I loved his character. And oh yes, right? I mean, the fact that you put this <laughs> man in there, it was not a traditional uh, personality in this film, was just so, uh, it was just very uh, cool. Bonding, yeah. such bonded, like... Yeah. yeah, like how you, you just perfectly tied, like you said it perfectly, they just tied it in there, you know, like a little bond. And it was just, it was so, so cool to see that. Yeah. I loved to see that relationship right. build. Yeah. So it was. And and uh, and uh, when he was talking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He was so perfect. Yeah. I love him as an actor anyway. Yes, oh, he is. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, Minari. What else um, have you seen or want to see on the list? Well, I did see uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, oh, yeah. I really, really want to see that, too. Yes, you must. Uh, it was super eye-opening. And I, again, love when I can learn about history and I was able to learn about the Black Panthers and their very charismatic leader, Fred Hampton, and how he was betrayed by a coerced FBI informant, William O'Neill, and ultimately assassinated because of it. And this movie was extremely powerful, just amazing performances. It's, it's something you have to experience and just have to watch. So it was very good. Awesome. I can't wait to see it. So I um, also saw Sound of Metal. And it's about a drummer who begins to lose his hearing and has to cope with this condition that affects his livelihood and his life. And I saw this early on, um, but was really moved by Riz Ahmed's performance. So this movie, um, I would recommend for people to watch. Oh, I cannot wait to watch this movie. Oh, I'm so, I, oh, there's so many that I want to see. I know all these that I'm naming are streaming. I think Minari was the only one that I had to pay additional money to see, but everything else that I'm mentioning here that I have seen, it is streaming either Netflix or Prime or HBO um, or any of those. Um, I also saw the trial of the Chicago seven on Netflix. And I saw that quite a while back For people that don't know, this is about a group of anti-Vietnam War protesters charged with conspiracy and crossing state lines with the intention of inciting riots at the 68 Democratic National Convention in Chicago. And it's basically a clash between protesters and the federal government trying to make an example out of them. And I think one of the things that stood out to me was the judge that is shockingly highly prejudicial towards the defense. And it was like... It was so uh, evident. It was like right in your face. It was shocking. And it was like, this happened. This really happened in history. It's a crazy movie. So, um, oh my gosh, I love how the trend is just like all like bringing light to all these stories so that we could learn yeah. all these things that we are able to make change. Yeah, exactly. I love it. We're advocating through film. Yes. And that's why people should take the time to watch things. Even if it's not something you would normally watch, just watch it because you will learn something. Um, okay, let's move into actress in a leading role. So we have uh, Viola Davis as Ma, in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We have Andra Day, uh, the United States versus Billie Holiday, uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, 
from Nomadland and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Brooke, what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I've seen a few of these ones and then the everyone on every movie is on my list um, to watch. So if I haven't seen it, so I've seen Andra Day, Francis McDermott, Vanessa Kirby, and uh, that's, yeah. So I just need to watch Promising Young Woman and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Amazing actresses. Oh, I goodness. This is going to be, oh, I'd be on pins and needles. Pins and needles. I think I, if I were them, I probably wouldn't be able to sleep for a week leading up to this event. I know. Oh <laughs> my goodness. This is, this is tough. I felt everybody's emotions through them, which is crazy. I just watched a PBS film show on the other night and he was interviewing Andra Day. Um, and she talked about her role as Billie Holiday. One of the things that I remember her saying was she was like hardcore smoking cigarettes and drinking so that she could just like even get into uh, her character because she's a go, go, go person. She's just like, she can't sit still. And Billie Holiday was like the reverse, like completely opposite role, you know, just chill out lady. And so she did as much as she could to achieve that persona and slow her life down and even get the tone of her voice, that kind of like shaken, that raspy tone. Yeah. And, um, uh, to, to chain smoke for a certain amount of time, like that's dedication there. Right. Um, Frances McDormand, I feel like she just is that lady in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) She convinced me fully like the way she would smoke cigarettes and the way that she would just like her body language the way she communicated with people of all types um i would never think twice that she was this a-list actress you know uh as a career like she just fit so well in that setting vanessa kirby pieces of a woman i was in labor watching her in labor, I was like, <gasps> yes, you know, I was yes. having a baby that night. A hundred percent. So these amazing, talented humans um, just really filled my life through their film and acting. Amazing. So I hope they all get the award. Uh, the award. <laughs> yeah. For the other movies that I have not seen, uh, you are, you're coming up. I will be watching those movies. And so I will probably be saying the same things about those films that I could just described with these. Mm-hmm. I bet you probably watched all these movies. I, well, I've seen all but Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. And I believe she is the favorite to win. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I've seen these fascinating, mesmerizing performances. And yet Carrie Mulligan is supposed to be the favorite to win. I haven't seen hers yet. I cannot wait to see her that movie. Um, But I have to say Viola Davis was transformative in her portrayal of Ma Rainey. Uh, It was like 
where's Viola Davis? I was like, wait, this isn't Viola Davis. This is somebody else. That's how crazy good she portrayed that. Um, and, and she's just so good at anything she does. So I, she's just a fantastic actress. And I too, like Vanessa Kirby, she was amazing and spot on, on a mother giving birth. I was feeling it and I, I, it was so good. It was so good. So if anybody ever wonders what it's like to give birth, watch the beginning of this movie because that's what it's like. Um, and Andra Day captured the essence of Billie Holiday or, you know, how I would imagine it to be. And that was such a, a load to carry. And I thought she was magnificent. But, uh, Frances McDormand, her strength, it, it was her strength. In the quietness of her role in Nomadland, that stood out to me. And I think that that's something that's hard to do, to to be a quiet actress, but still portray so much emotion with that. So I I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. Thank you for saying that about her character because often I hear people say, Oh, it was quite depressing. Oh, it was so depressing. But you're right. She was so freaking strong. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. So she, she, you know, let's, let's look at this in a way that we can appreciate an individual having to, um, make that change in their life. Mm-hmm. In order to survive. Yeah, exactly. Because if, you know, you're a lion and you get hurt, they will just move on and migrate without you. So what are you going to do? You have to know how <laughs> to take that. care of yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. That's amazing. I, I just got all like flustered and like all giddy inside because yeah. of this category. Um, But I also am excited about the... Um, best actor in a leading role. So we've got Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Steven Yun in Minari. And of these, oh my gosh, I just, yeah. <laughs> I know, <sighs> it's crazy. Wow. I love all these, um, actors here and uh you know Steven Yun he wow he just really really surprised me he surprised me he really truly did i i only know him as one character or you know one and then he was in another film that i've seen but i only really reference him to that one main character and so to see him oh i was so excited to see him in this role and it would have been so different uh from his previous role that I've seen and he he really blew me away I mean he touched my heart because I just have that little soft spot for him yeah uh but then to see him in such a dominant role I guess but he but there was like a softness to it as well. I don't know. He just felt like family. Yeah. He just, you know, like and somebody in my family, you know, like my husband or my dad or my son. Like I, he just was such a, he played it so organically. Mm-hmm. 
And it really touched my heart. Yeah. Oh, man. I got to watch it again. Can't wait to see it again. And so um, I haven't seen Sound of Metal, but I know I really adore him as an actor, too. And Chadwick Boseman, for sure. Um, I'm surprised that it's taken me so long to watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. But I think, um, yeah, it's been really... You know, I, I'm I got really you to watch it today. I'm like, watch it today. Watch it today. Oh, I know. <laughs> so what my thoughts are with this movie is uh, my heart broke when I heard of his passing. Mm. And I can really like I'm holding back my tears right now as I speak about him. So I think there's just been, you know, um, part of me that's just mm. it's going to be hard for me yeah. to see. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, Brooke, I cannot wait for you to watch this. And I did watch it through a different lens, knowing what we know now. Um, I want to say first, I'm very excited about Stephen Yoon, Riz Ahmed, and Chadwick Boseman. Seriously, those three actors. I mean, I adore those three actors. So way before these movies. I've, I've watched each of those people. Uh, one, because of course, Stephen Yoon is in, uh, one of my favorite characters in The Walking Dead and Riz Ahmed from The Night Of, which I loved many years ago. And I watch every time I see his name, I watch what he's in. And then of course, Chadwick Boseman, I've been watching films that he's in. I love him. So these guys are amazing. And Stephen Yoon, just really captures a man striving for his dreams. And I think that's what resonated with me so much. And Riz Ahmed plays this man struggling with hearing loss that is just a uh, quiet, textured performance on this film. And then Chadwick Boseman, he took on a persona that was mesmerizing and electrifying. And I couldn't help but think of the correlation of what he was experiencing in real life and pouring that into his performance in this movie. He honestly gives this heart-wrenching monologue about his traumatizing childhood and his outburst to God. And it was, it was so moving. Um, it was an amazing performance. And, um, I would just please people watch it watch all three of these, but uh, Brooke, I hope that you will be able to watch Ma Rainey um, because it is just it's something you have to do. You just have to. It's beautiful. Thank you, Diana. And I hope to watch the other movies too and see the other performances because I love Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman also. Absolutely. So, Brooke, do you have any other uh, nominations you'd like to bring up or discuss? Well, I always look forward to watching all the other little itty bitty, uh, you know, like the little additives to making a movie like special effects. Nothing big, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love the score. I love all the creative teams, the sound, everything. How do they do that? How, how they've progressed over the years and we've learned so much. Uh, at these trades, 
the buildings, the sets, the wardrobe, all of that. I look forward to all of these awards. Animation, love that. I watch all these animated films. Um, and so I'd like to see what is going on in their industry as well. I did get a chance to see the interview, that same PBS interview with Andra Day talking about her uh, time playing Billie Holiday. But it, there was um, an art director who did a lot of Disney films, and she actually helped create Brave. And so for her to create um, and to be on these teams as a woman in this male dominant industry to hear her story as to how she's, uh, been able to, uh, come up through the industry through Disney, which was really, really hard to do. Um, it was, you know, I think that all of these awards are so important. And I love seeing their happy faces. Um, <laughs> you know, they just look like, human beings like you and me. Yeah. Um, and so to see them work so hard, their life's work put into this film and to see them up on stage, I just, I'm very excited and happy for them as well. What other nominations do you like to see or would you like to talk about? I wanted to bring up directing because I really do. Um, it is one of the things that I love to watch for and to see who will win and um, I'm really pulling for uh, Chloe Zhao, uh, who directed Nomadland, um, because I just think she, well, I think she wrote it and edited it and directed it. So she was played, put on a lot of hats just for this. And I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, but I also wanted to bring up uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who directed Minari, because I think he did an amazing job, too. Now, I want to bring up Leslie Odom because he is uh, up for Best Supporting Actor and Song for One Night in Miami. And we love Leslie Odom Jr. So, um, you know, kind of pulling for him. And then I also want to bring up uh, one of the best short film nominees, which is called Two Distant Strangers. It's on Netflix. It's on right now. It's 30 minutes long. It's by uh, Trayvon Free. It's kind of a Groundhog Day style film about a young black man who can not escape the horrors of racism. Uh, every change he makes doesn't change the outcome. It's hard to watch. It's extremely hard to watch, but I was really glad to watch it. Um, uh, he just wants to get home to his dog Jeter, but he keeps confronting racism every time he re comes out of the door and his life ends in death every single time but he keeps living reliving it day after day and so um i just think it's an important film to watch right now so Ooh, we can't wait to watch that too that's cool yeah so oh my gosh brooke we're gonna uh break this down into best actress best actor and best film and we're just gonna give who we hope will win so brooke for best actress who is your pick okay well this is how i do things with the kids in the classrooms um everybody's a winner okay everybody <laughs> gets an eraser from yes. miss brooke <laughs> uh this is really hard best actress for me <gasps> don't do this to me don't do this to me don't do this to me <laughs> oh man I'm going to go with Andres. 
What? I combined <laughs> I combined what? Francis and Andra. <laughs> it's okay. You you can pick whatever you want. You can pick them both oh, if you man. want. <laughs> it's so hard. Okay, I'm gonna go with Andra Day and Billie Holiday because I really felt like she became a person of interest. She became Billie Holiday. And so to to be able to do that, I think that's quite talent. And I don't think she's had a very long acting career. No. And like Gemma and I were practicing our crying and we're like, like trying to force out a tear. <laughs> and it's so, I don't know. So yes, I'm going with Andra Day. Amazing, talented. Thank you so much for um, showing us your abilities. You did a phenomenal job. Okay, now you, you? Left, well, you left me stumped now. Oh. Now I want to change my mind. I'm like, I don't know. I, I am with you. I, I'm totally with you. Of course, we haven't seen promising young woman yet, right? We haven't seen that. But I'm tied between the two that you are too. I'm like Francis McDormand or Andre Day. Francis McDormand or Andre Day. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I think I'm going to go with Francis McDormand because that was just, I think, kind of my gut and who I, I think. But I would just be pleasantly surprised if Andre Day won also. But I'm going to go with Francis. I love Francis. Yeah. Good luck, ladies. Yeah. Best wishes. Okay, so best actor. Um gosh. Well, I'm gonna go Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Chadwick Bozeman. Yep. Well period. I one hundred percent agree with you. I I'm sorry, I don't have hesitation as I mean, you know how much I love Stephen Yoon and I adore Riz Ahmed, but I'm going Chadwick Bozeman. It to mm-hmm. me is kind of just yeah. his performance is just amazing. And he's just like, it's like he's someone else. I feel like with Riz Ahmed and Steven Yoon, even though they're like so phenomenal, they're familiar people where I feel like Chadwick Boseman played somebody else, different mannerisms, different. Uh, he just embodied this other person, this other body, this other movement and and voice and came out of him and i just uh i know how much we both love him as an actor and i just i, I he really truly deserves this uh he's given us so many amazing performances his whole career and uh, we were lucky to see him um to give to you know we were lucky to receive that from him so nice okay best film brooke I haven't even seen, um, I have like a couple, I don't, I haven't even seen The Father, but I heard it was good too. (laughs) Something is telling me The Father. I don't even know why. Yeah, that's kind of cool though, because you're getting something, a sense of vibe or you've heard something. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Well, I'm going to have to go with the ones that I've seen and I haven't seen The Father and I may change my mind after I see The Father, but I'm going to go with Nomadland because like I said, I think Chloe Zhao just did, it was so many things. It was not just the story. It's how she incorporated uh, 
just regular people into the film. It's how she directed Frances McDormand. It's how she, uh, the cinematography and the editing and, and the quietness and just, uh, giving the respect to all these nomads. So I, I hope that that film will win. So, so cool. I love your thoughts. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you. I love all of your thoughts, all of your insight. I was so excited as we discussed each and every point today. I really, really am. And I just feel your excitement and your vibe for this and and mine too. And I'm really excited for Sunday night. Of course, this is going to, our podcast is going to come out, um, you know, after that, but uh, we'll see if we've got anything right here. But I'll, the one thing I know we both have right is that we love so many performances and we love so many movies. So we hope that you will check out these movies. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. If you could rate and review our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, we'd appreciate it. This will help other listeners find us. Yes, thank you so much. We'll also be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. The next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, along with other TV and movie recommendations. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.